Hello and welcome to the podcast, Motherhood Unfiltered, It's Going to Be Okay. My name is Nikki and I am a life coach and mental health advocate for moms. My mission is to help moms move forward with confidence as they overcome the hurdles of mental health struggles. I have personally experienced the challenges, the challenges of depression and anxiety, and I know how hard it can be to feel like you're just surviving day to day, but with the right tools and guidance, it's possible to not just survive, but to thrive. As a coach, I provide support, encouragement, and practical skills to help moms build resilience and regain control over their lives. Through my work, I have seen firsthand the transformation that can occur when moms are empowered to take charge of their mental health and well-being. So if you're a mom who's feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or just not yourself, I want you to know that it's going to be okay. I'm here to help you navigate these challenges and move towards a life where you feel confident, fulfilled, and thriving. Let's connect and get started. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Adrian Taylor, and she is a boy mom of five. So that is like <laughs> an awesome feat to me because look at her. She's smiling. And she doesn't have gray hair. And she's uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, well, Go I there. mean, you know. <laughs> So, um, Adrian, thank you for coming on um, to Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. Um, there's lots of times moms are in the middle of a, some kind of catastrophe or anxiety attack or some kind of a everyday thing that happens and it may not feel like it's going to be okay in the moment, but if, you know, you keep a positive mindset and work through the problems it's you know it at the end the end it's going to be all right so Mm -hmm. um so i just want to get started tell us about your podcast okay and about um your family and how you started the podcast Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Like I said before, I'm a little weirded out being on the other side. <laughs> so so thank you for having me be your guest. Um, when you were on my podcast, we just had a great conversation. So I'm excited for today. Um, yeah. So like you said, I have a podcast. It's called The Relentless Boy Mom. And <laughs> just because like when I was trying to think of, you know, I knew I wanted to be, well, I am a boy mom. I didn't set out to be a boy mom. We'll just say that boys three, four, and five were all prayed to be girls, but they're amazing as boys. So um, when people say, you know, are you trying for your girl? Yeah, three, four, and five. That was supposed to be a girl. But um, so I, in looking back, my oldest is 25. My youngest is six. Kind of a little bit of a spread. Well, a big spread there. Um, Yeah. And just thinking of a word that described me as a mom and all of us as moms, actually, and relentless seemed to be the word that just stuck out that no matter what, like what you said, no matter what, we just keep going and it's yep. going to be all right. We can't ever give yep. up. I mean, our kids are looking to us 
Yes. In any situation and how we react is how they're going to react. How we right. perceive the situation is how they're going to perceive it. And so just for all of us, and you don't have to be a boy mom to listen to my podcast or even be no. a guest on it. You just, <laughs> you have to be relentless. And, and I think that once you become a mom, that's who you become. So right, um, right. I was a very young mom. And mm -hmm. like I said, my oldest is 25. So, I mean, I was very young <laughs> and um, just didn't have a lot of support um, inside my home. And so I was always looking to everyone else outside of what I should be doing. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, I did not stop to pay attention to my kid. And yeah. so my oldest two, I look back a lot and I'm like, oh man, I wish mm -hmm. I could redo that. I wish I could, you know, go back and just tell that right. mom that listen to your kid, you know, like what we're supposed <laughs> to listen to our bodies when we're being healthy, yeah. listen to your kid and what he needed. And so the reason that I started the podcast, yes, I have lots of kids and I've learned a lot over the years, but it was almost for that mom at the beginning that felt like I have to look to everyone else. And and this is any yeah. stage of being a mom. Right. I mean, we're constantly changing and growing yeah. with our kids. And so I think, I, a, just, I think a lot of times we like them, all the mistakes that I made, when they with the first one and when they're you're learning with the second one and now you know like you said you go back and you're like i was so naive or dumb or whatever yeah and yeah i mean if you could tell somebody hey okay don't do this that i did i mean yes people need to learn from their own mistakes and their own experiences but sometimes if if someone tells you okay remember not do don't do this or do this it's in your mind, you know, for someone who's learning, you know, or starting now. Yeah. So. And that, I mean, and that's why I started it is to share the knowledge of things that I have learned over the years, right. but to just let, let all moms know that you're doing the best that you can stop looking at. I mean, mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time. Everyone's highlight reels. Social media can be a beautiful yeah. thing, but also a horrible thing because we're <laughs> yeah. looking at these little snippets of pictures <laughs> and these little snapshots of their life. Like I have I the most beautiful picture <laughs> hanging in my house. It's on the other side of the living room and my <laughs> boys look angelic. They look, I mean, my one son has his, his head just leaning on my shoulder and he looks like, do you know the 45 minutes leading up to that picture was pure? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not heaven. Oh, uh, yeah. And so everyone looks at that picture and they're like, oh, that's so beautiful. And I'm like, no, there is sweat dripping down my back. I was about ready to give him up for adoption. And the lady, the photographer at Walmart, I was like, you can take him. I'm done. <laughs> so we're looking at this little snapshot mm. of someone's life and we don't know what's happening before the picture or after the picture or before the 15 second video or after the right. video <laughs> and that's what we're basing our motherhood on and that it's, yeah it's so <laughs> not I know I've got a perfect example of the boys I was had them all dressed up for Easter Sunday and I got several good pictures and then I took snapped one and the youngest just lost his mind and he's screaming and crying. And 
So I've got the before and the after. Mm -hmm. Before they're all smiling and sitting still, and the after is he's screaming his head off, and the other two are looking at him like, that's what I want to do, scream my head off. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do what he's doing? And then, and we look at these pictures and these perfect, and sometimes we get that picture perfect moment. Sometimes. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that either, but it's when we focus on everyone's Mm -hmm. picture perfect moments. And, Mm -hmm. and so that's why I just felt like, okay, sorry, got a tickle now. Um, it never goes how you want, right? I'm going to take a sip of water real quick. Oh, you're fine. I always have my drink with me. <clears throat> well, you should see I have I have like four drinks over here. <clears throat> so my coffee, my smoothie, my water. I never know what and I'm going to drink. <laughs> what time is it right now? Um, it's five o'clock somewhere, lady. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm working from home, so it's fine. It's not like I'm driving anywhere. It's totally fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so, uh, so now that you have, you know, person, does, does he see the difference in your mothering with your younger boys and comment on it? And does he, like, can he offer good advice or bad advice to the younger ones? You know, because... <laughs> That happened with me. Mine are only a few years apart, but, you know, the, the middle son decided to tell the younger one about the birds and the bees, and he freaked out, you know. He's like, what? I don't want that to happen to me, you know. And it's like, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to tell you about that yet because I don't think you're ready, you know. So does your older son, does he offer any kind of needed or wanted advice to the younger <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they love pointing out the difference in how and we talk about it. That's something I guess, before I go any further is to recommend or not even recommend, but just to really encourage that. Yeah. Talk about the past. Don't pretend. I think mm-hmm. so often we do uh, ourselves and our kids a disservice by, yeah. okay, I don't want to talk about the past because it's too painful. I don't want to talk about how I messed up as a mom and right, how right. I'm so much better today. I mean, there's a huge difference between my oldest and my youngest and even just how I thought as a mom, how I parented and things yeah. that mattered. <clears throat> Things that I thought mattered, I guess I should say, when yeah. my oldest was a kid to now when I look at the six-year-old and I'm like, oh, man, I used to yell at Caleb for doing stuff like that. And it doesn't even matter. Like, what is the no. point? So, no. yes, he loves to point out, well, I didn't have that as a kid or <laughs> I didn't, you know, I got in trouble for that as a kid. Um, yeah. And he does, you know, and, and I'm also less like high anxiety. So, you know, Uh if cash falls, I'm like, okay, get up. You're fine. You know, so, (laughs) um, but a lot of the times Caleb will be like, oh, fifth kid problems, cash, fifth kid problems, because sometimes you're forgotten as the fifth kid. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's just, it's not a huge deal. So like this summer, we all went out on a boat Uh and, 
Cash was a little bit more afraid of the water. And Caleb was like, oh, you're fine. And pushed him in. I mean, he had a life jacket on and everything. And I right. was like, what are you doing? You got to give him a little <laughs> bit more. So then I pushed Caleb in. And so Cash has no trauma from that incident because he's like, well, mom redeemed me and she pushed you in. So, <laughs> yeah. So there is, I mean, there is a huge difference. And even just like money. I was a single mom for a lot of Caleb's years. And so mm -hmm. wasn't receiving child support and yeah. was just working really hard. I had three boys. And so obviously there's a big difference even in monetary because we have right. more money now. You know, my husband right. just works so hard and <laughs> provides everything that we could ever need or want. And so, exactly. Exactly. so we do yeah. try... And I know that's not just with boys, but it is with, because um, I could be, I come from all girls. I have one brother. There's four of us girls and a brother. He's right smack in the middle of the all, you know. So uh, we had the same things where I was the oldest and I was like, gee, mom, you made me do this and that and all the dishes, you know, try doing dis dishes for seven people. I hate doing dishes, okay, yeah. just because of that. Same. So, uh, so anyway, I mean, because that, you know, that would be just, I think, the hierarchy of siblings anyway. Yeah. You know, they're going to fight and argue and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, so when you um, got, you remarried. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> tell me a little bit how the oldest, um, how that transition worked with, um, because we're a blended family too. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was tricky, you know, yeah. for the first three or four years, you know, mm -hmm. that um, we were married and mm -hmm. had the boys and everything. So, so how did that go for you? And so I had <laughs> never been divorced and remarried before. That was a first for me. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> and <clears throat> so I don't know that we did, we, we did the best that we could with what we knew. Oh, and yeah, yeah. unfortunately, again, these are times where we had to go back and be like, Caleb, we should have done things this way. So, yeah. you know, my husband came in and he is a very dominant person, very, mm -hmm. you know, Middle dog, alpha dog, and you know, coming in, and there's just all this boy, all these boys, and all this. So he wanted to, you know, almost like Marcus territory. I don't know. He would be like, Why are you saying that? But kind of, that's kind of that's what, what it is. I'm sorry. Yes. And so it, looking back, we would have brought Caleb more into, you know, because for so long, like I said, I was a single mom, and Caleb mm -hmm. was my right hand man. And right. he yeah. was my protector and he and I did everything together. Like he looks mm -hmm. back and the only reason I made it as a mom is because he was there helping me. You know, he's like, you couldn't yeah. have done it without me. And he like fully <laughs> believes that a thousand percent. And he so I like an alpha male too. <laughs> they all are. They all are. <laughs> so, so I wish that we would have brought him into more conversations before AJ right. moved in, before we got married, before any of the other boys right. were born. And so right. that I guess I would recommend is if you are a single mom, you know, looking to mm -hmm. remarry, just especially if you have, I mean, I guess any of your oldest, I can't speak from 
I mean, I was the oldest daughter. And so mm -hmm. I guess speaking from the oldest daughter, whatever, if you have a boy or a girl, yeah. bring them into the conversation because their life is going to be changing. Yes, there's going to be right. so many good things. Having right. a positive male role model in the home. Yes, obviously, that's going to be amazing and change the family dynamics. But them yeah. going from your right hand man helping you raise the other siblings, you know, cause you can't make it on your own. Um, I wish that I would have brought him in a little bit more, yeah. but he is such an adaptable kid and, mm -hmm. you know, he and AJ are close. Um, you know, he's taken, he did ask us once when he was younger, he said, do you get your height from your dad or from your stepdad, because his stepdad is taller oh. than his dad. So he was like, where do I get my height from? Because I really want to be tall. Oh, that's <laughs> so, me. Yeah, yeah. So I, think, I think as single moms that you find Mr. Right, and you're like, er yes to everything, because you know that there may be struggles, but everything is just going to be so much better. Mm -hmm. So I know, I assumed that the boys would be like okay with Glenn yeah. you know right and but I but I was slow to bring him in to their lives like we had dated for a long time before I even introduced him to yeah. the boys and Same. so they they got to hang out you know and 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 Glenn is very open you know he's like I'm not your dad I love your mom and I'm going to do what's you know, best for her yeah. and you guys, you know, so the, the, we did have some sort of a conversation like that, mm -hmm. but there were still some tricky times when they yeah. got, once they got through puberty and they were ready to go out on their own, that it, there was some clashing going on and some, yeah. you know, that I always reminds me of that Garth Brooks song where the, the boys are going to take the old man down, you know, that he just <laughs> sets them right back in their place. You know, yeah. I kind of I get that scenario in my head when I think about some of the mm -hmm. scuffles that we had, you know, not like physical scuffles, right, but, right. you know, the right. old verbal conversations. We did so, have some scuffles. So <laughs> <laughs> we had some scuffles here. <laughs> hey, sometimes, you know what, there was a couple times uh, when the boys were younger, I'm like, you know what? You two need to go out in the yard and fight it out, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and that would happen sometimes, you know. Because... I walked in on my house being rearranged and I'm like, <laughs> why is my kitchen rug in the garage and why is there a random suck? I don't want to know. Just clean it up. <clears throat> it's totally different just take than, care of it. <laughs> than fighting with your sisters, you know, I mean. <laughs> And I'm the oldest of six. And like you said, my brother is kind of in the middle. I mean, six, but, yeah. and it's all girls. So I would be like, I was telling someone like, yeah, try and tell people you have four sisters and a brother. And he's like, try telling people you have five sisters. So I it know. was a whole, I mean, just like you, it was a whole yeah. different thing going from being in a house all of girls, girl. you know, and my brother was, you know, he was a hockey player and all of that. So there was some testosterone in the house, but all girls. Yeah. And then all of a sudden being a single mom of three boys, I was like, Oh my gosh, what is happening in this house? I don't understand. <laughs> so <laughs> I tell people, I said, I think God was uh, looking out for me because um, my sisters, they had girls and mm -hmm. when they were little, it was like all clouds and rainbows and 
suckers, you know. <laughs> and then when they hit puberty, it was like the witches just came out of the four winds of the earth, <laughs> the four mm-hmm. corners of the earth. And but they're, I mean, they're good ladies now, yeah. you know. But well, I mean, when you're time, going, I was like, <laughs> yeah. And that's what I don't think I could have made it. <laughs> people who don't, I mean, my first Caleb, the oldest. He was the most complacent kid. He just, you know, if I said stop crying, he'd stop crying and just (laughs) happy. And so when people would talk about the middle school, I'm like, he's not going to do anything. And all of a sudden, one day he went from being my like buddy to all. (laughs) And I saw him walking down the street with his friends after school and he smiling and then sees me and it went from like, immediately his face just changed for anyone who can't see like his face went from smiling to anger and I was like where did my kid go so yeah Yeah, and like my third son who's the most easygoing kid in the entire world Uh he hit it's like eighth grade for my Uh boys it's like seventh eighth grade he could not like I was driving him to school he could not be if he could morph through the window he would have on the way to school he could not get close enough to the door to get away from me and then he like usually you know we're like a hugging family and so and always hug him goodbye. And I remember this one oh, yeah. day, he like slid out the door, didn't even hardly <laughs> open the door. Like if I would have kept going, he would have jumped out the window. Like kids get insane at that age, boys or girls. But yeah, I don't know. I'm very thankful that I have the boys because it's just an attitude. You know, yeah. they just give me dirty <laughs> looks all the time and like, whatever. I don't even, I know. you know, I'm, this is how You're I always so weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like their favorite, my, the, my favorite thing of all of the boys so far, three out of the four, but my fourth one is just hitting that stage. And so, you know, their faces are always like, what? And I'm like, are you in a bad mood or something? And they're like, this is how I always am. I'm like, mm, no. We'll pull out that picture from like, Six months ago, when you were like smiling <laughs> so cheesy, so <laughs> yeah, I, it's yeah, it's very. I I tease them, you know, like, well, you know, I'm your mom, so I'm the special lady in your life, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Yeah. I got a whole line of them at school, you know. But. I bought I bought them a phone holder that says "Call yeah. Your Mom," so whenever they charge <laughs> their phone on their phone charger. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hi, 
Hi, I'm Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. I had to tell you, I have put together a list of my top 10 most played episodes. So go to my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com forward slash my mixed tape, tape list. Yeah, it's called My Mixtape List, and I know I've dated myself. However, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it on iTunes or Spotify. And I just want to let you know, my goal is to help others who have found themselves at their lowest point in their life and provide them the tools it takes to get back up and start living again. I was in this exact same place in 2020. I did not think I had anything to live for anymore, but a 15-minute clarity call helped me realize I needed a change and I could accomplish those things in my life. I want to offer you the same free 15-minute call, so please go to my website, www.nikkiastrabowling.com forward slash free clarity call to sign up today. The thing says, call your mom, So, and they still use it, and that was like five years ago. They still yeah. have it. So. Yeah. I know, but now that they're older, you know, they're like, you know, mama's boys and everything. So, I mean, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy seeing them as adults. Um, I don't like seeing them struggle. I mean, like that really hurts me in the heart, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but they are like working through it. And it's like, so when I see that, I'm like, I think I did do something a little right, you know? they're able to handle adulthood as best Mm -hmm. as they know how, and they're working through the problems Um, because I feel like today the um, critical thinking of through trying to work a problem is like Mm -hmm. gone. Gone. They don't know how to do it. I'm like, I mean, don't tell me you don't know how to spell something. Don't tell me you don't know what time it is. Don't tell me you don't know how, to get somewhere when you've got a smartphone in your hand, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, don't you know what this thing does for you? So I'm just like, people are just absent from their mind. I don't don't know how else to say it. I agree. (laughs) And I just feel like sometimes they look for us to just give them answers. And I'm really working with my fourth son. He's 12, almost 13. So, like I said, that fun age. He's like, why don't you just tell me? Yeah, no. like, uh, yeah. I could so, do that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I have <laughs> your dad. Started. I have your dad. I still have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but something that you said, it really, it made me think of something my mom told me years and years ago. And she said, uh-huh. it's almost tougher raising adult children because as little kids, you can kind of help them work through their problems. You can make decisions for them. When you are raising adult children, now is your time to be like, okay, everything I've done all these years leading up to this, now you need to figure out, I can't tell you what to do with your life because 
then that would be my life. You're living your life. And just like I have had to make decisions that are difficult, but they've made me into a better person. Right. But watching our adult children have to go through that. It sometimes I feel like it is tougher than the sleepless nights of a newborn or, you know, <laughs> yeah. the terrible twos, which I don't know if it was the terrible twos for me. I feel like the threes were worse, but, <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, it's sometimes Anything I, during the potty train years was a nightmare. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I just, I feel like, and it helps me now having a six year old and a 25 year old, because Uh then I can see both spectrums, like both sides of cherishing my 25 year old, because now we can have conversations. And I mean, not that all the conversations are fun and easy, but it's easier once, you know, finding out that when we talk more, we grow closer as a son and a mom. Yeah. And I'm not a very, it's difficult for me to talk about difficult things, but now knowing like, okay, (laughs) once we get through this difficult conversation, but then also having a 25 year old helps me appreciate the six year old and all the thing, you know, that's why they're like, I kind of just sit back, like I'll allow it. I don't even care. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Why does it even like matter? you're the queen. <laughs> I allow it. <laughs> well, I think for me, it would, uh, it's kind of like my, with my granddaughter, like mm-hmm. I get to just yeah. slow down mm-hmm. and enjoy her, you know, cause when the boys were little, it was like, Oh my God, this decision, is it going to impact them as an adult? Are they going to go to prison? Because I said Mm -hmm. yes to this, you know, no to that. And so like, but now I, I mean, I could see how you're looking at, you know, your oldest and think, okay, I did not get to enjoy as much time with him as I can now with the youngest, you know, because some of that stuff that I thought mattered doesn't matter. You know, and all that time pressure, that pressure I is off. I, yes, I mean, yes. I'm not a grandparent yet, but oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's either I have a baby or one of my boys has a baby, and I really don't want to be pregnant anymore. So they better hurry up and get on the ball because I'm like, damn yeah. that. Oh, I need to hold a baby. But there, I mean, and even with having that age gap, I, I feel yeah. like there's so much pressure off, even of cash who's six because uh-huh. I know that not every decision is like a huge decision but at the same time right I know what decisions matter and what battles matter yes. what are the things yes. that I need to you know and Focus and having on. open conversation that's what matters talking yes. about them and something that they had said um, is that not a lot of people ask anymore, how are you really doing? You know, we ask it flippantly yeah. when we pass. And so when one of them said that, I was like, hmm, do I ask you? And they're like, I don't know. So that is something that I'm really trying to work on is to be more mindful and mm-hmm. be more, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but making sure that when I am with them, whether it's kids that live in my home or ones that don't is just, you know, how are you really like, how are things really going? Maybe things are fine and there's not a big deal, but just Mm -hmm. being more mindful and intentional of 
asking them. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. It's going to come to me eventually. But just being more intentional of mm -hmm. asking them how they are. And so. Right, right. And I never yeah, even I, thought about it. <laughs> I know. I find, I find the conversations I have now with them are more. Um, I love the ones that are intellectual, you know, where we can talk about subjects and opinions and feelings and things. And then I, but I also enjoy the ones where they crack me up, you know, yeah. where they make me laugh and I'm about ready to bust again, you know, right. because they just, you know, they just know how to crack those jokes and we have our own sense of humor. You know, I don't know if anybody would understand it ever, but it's, you know, the dry, um, yeah. very Same. dry humor, you know, Same. and just <laughs> hilarious, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you think you're real funny, don't you? Right. you know? so, <laughs> yeah, that's us too. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, if you, so what would you, um, recommend, you know, to someone who is like stressing out because they have boys or they have, they're just a blended family. I mean, what would you recommend? You know, would you just recommend like doing an all day physical activity or strangling each other or yeah, all the above. <laughs> holding hands and singing Kumbaya? I mean, I don't know, you know. So. so something that is really important to us, I and not everything at not every day goes perfect. I love planning oh, yeah. family activities. <laughs> But first of all, no matter what you plan, you have to understand <laughs> it's not going to go perfect. And so like, for instance, for Christmas, we piled everyone in a van. We, we have like an old beater van that when uh -huh. everyone is here and we all want to be together, that's where we drive. I found yeah. this place where we're going to go listen or watch Christmas lights. And I uh -huh. thought we were going to like walk through as a family and get hot <laughs> chocolate. And so we're driving there and everyone's singing Christmas carols. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be the perfect thing. And then when we get there, one of them all of a sudden has stomach issues and has oh, to God. go to the bathroom immediately. And <laughs> what I thought was us walking around you actually sit in your car well then sit oh. in the car everyone's like i'm too hot like it's really hot <laughs> in here but you have to leave your car on because you have your radio station set so three of them go to the bathroom <laughs> two of them stand outside and i'm like sitting in the van like this We're is not how it's supposed together. to be <laughs> this was supposed to be a family thing and so I, I think the first thing is yes plan things to do like we like to do we're an active family so we do mm. active things we play on a kickball team together we just went ice skating on christmas eve and you know going for walks and hiking yeah. we like trying to find like hiking trails and stuff and i always seem to find the hottest day of the year to go hiking oh my goodness <laughs> like a hundred degrees and everyone's like so doing activity things right just being together but knowing mm that it's not always going to be perfect and right. letting go of the expectations, but knowing that you're creating memories. And so, right. so yes, so my first recommendation is do activities <laughs> together and it doesn't have to even be 
expensive things. Like I said, go oh, no. for walks or go to yeah. your local park and bring a kickball and or a soccer ball and play and, right. and know that it's probably going to end up in a fight because someone <laughs> is more competitive than someone else and someone is better. And, and you someone know, cheated. So, yeah, always. Someone always is cheating, apparently. When you're losing, <laughs> the other person is always cheating. So... So do something, do fun things together and create memories, but let your expectations just be gone and just let right. it, whatever happens, happens. If you don't, right. you know, we like to travel and go um, Christmas shopping as a family and go to a certain restaurant and I had the day planned out and it just didn't go, but we were all <laughs> together. And so that yeah. creates, and just always keep in the back of your mind, no matter what is going on, this is going to be a fun memory later on. Oh, like, yeah, even if yeah. it's like crappy in the moment and you're like, oh, this sucks. It's not going right. Or even that, if the happy moment is 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> right. You know. Be thankful for every single happy moment. <laughs> exactly. But the other thing is just talk with your kids. And yeah. whether you have made mistakes in the past, which in the past would be five seconds ago, but just talk mm -hmm. with them, get into their oh, life, yeah. ask them how they're doing, but be honest. And it's not always right. going to be fun and it's not yeah. always going to be yeah. the best conversations, but right. if we're pretending that everything is fine, what does that do? And if we're pretending, yeah. you know, so. Exactly. Yeah. I know. think. We, everyone could definitely use more time to talk with their kids and just let them feel safe enough to, to say whatever it is. I feel like, you know, now that boys have gotten, um, more, um, a, grow, when they're all adults now, they'll yeah. talk about things that, that yeah. they did not like. And, yeah. and I felt like, oh man, I think that. <laughs> I should have, you know, mm -hmm. been more receptive. And there were times when I was like, okay, this is how I feel about this. And this is what we're going to do. Even though they may have felt differently mm -hmm. and they did not feel comfortable enough to talk to me about it because my rule was the rule yeah. and they weren't going to disobey it. And so the, there are some of the little things that are really important but I didn't, I did not catch the moment. Yeah. And, and so now we're, we have repercussions from that, you know, where we mm -hmm. have some difficult conversations yeah. and some butthurt feelings and, yeah. you know, and things, it's just, you know, I just would hate for that to happen to other people. Yeah. I know it's going to happen because we're all human. Yeah. And, but, but yeah, definitely. But once you talk open. about it, then it's not that elephant in the room. Once you talk about the things mm -hmm. from the past that may be difficult, instead of just letting it always hang over you, yeah, talking about it and getting it out. And I mean, be prepared for some yeah. honesty. I mean, there's been some oh, conversations yeah. that I've left the room crying like, oh my gosh, was I that horrible as a mom? Like, was there <laughs> anything good that I did? Like every time you guys get together, you just, and part of it is they like joking. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Adrienne Taylor, and she is a boy mom of five. So that is like <laughs> an awesome feat to me because look at her. She's smiling. 
She doesn't have gray hair. And she's I, like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, um, Adrian, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Um, to Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. Um, there's lots of times moms are in the middle of a, some kind of catastrophe or anxiety attack or some kind of a everyday thing that happens and it may not feel like it's going to be okay in the moment but if you know you keep a positive mindset and work through the problems it's you know it at the end the end it's going to be all right so mm-hmm. um so i just want to get started tell us about your podcast okay and about um your family and how you can If you enjoyed my show, Motherhood Unfiltered, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to come back next week for another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered. Until then, this is Nikki, the host of Motherhood Unfiltered. And don't forget, it's going to be okay.